guys welcome to another new season season two episode one health is wealth podcast and it's all about hypertension or what we call high blood pressure so just shortly before i continue i will start with a story a friend of mine allowed me to share her story here on my podcast she's not able to talk about herself because she's still in the diagnosis process and she's awaiting a surgery at the moment so back then when we were in nursing school together this friend of mine decided to go and check her blood pressure herself because we used to learn how to do these things you know you go for those practicals and you learn how to measure the pressure so the first time she was so surprised because she had a reading of 150 to 90 so she was like wow this must be high because those days she was just around 21 years old actually so young so she continued to check the measurements like um, every morning and every evening that was uh, for around seven days the seventh day she called me she was in er and she was telling me you know what i had to go to the hospital by myself and then i asked her yeah what is it and she told me like i've been measuring my blood pressure since one week i do it in the morning just the way we learned it in the morning before i do any physical activity before i take my coffee and then in the evening i also do a measurement so i've been having a table of my measurements and today I had measurements of 180 to 100 and that got me worried and that's why I took myself to the ER. They've given me a lot of uh, fluids and they gave me also biotensine acute. That's a blood pressure medication to get immediate effect of lowering the blood pressure. So she went through all the tests that was advised with her doctor. She went out of hospital. And now that she had a family history of high blood pressure, she was immediately put on blood pressure medication and she got ACE inhibitor, that is angiotensin converting enzyme, and it relaxes blood vessels and lowers the pressure. And this decreases the oxygen demand from the heart. So there's this day my friend collapsed at work. She had a heart rate of over 150. At this point, the family doctor decided to start new diagnosis process. She was sent to endocrinologist who is trying to get her treated at the moment. So more to this story will come very soon. Just keep tuned. So why am I talking about this story? I'm talking about this story because this is a type of high blood pressure that is rarely diagnosed. In the medical school, you already learned that it's rare. So the fact that this disease is so rare and it affects very young patients, especially female, at a younger age, it's really important to take care of yourself, to know what you need for the diagnosis and to do this diagnosis at the right time because with high blood pressure, you increase your chances of having strokes and heart attacks, if not controlled. So to understand blood pressure, we actually have to look at two important numbers. And the two important numbers are the systolic number and the diastolic number. 
in normal language we just say the upper number and the lower number so these are force that is created when the blood pushes through your arteries on blood on your blood vessels after every heartbeat and this is what we call systolic blood pressure the normal range according to the high blood pressure charts is 120 from 120 to 129 it's already elevated 130 to 139 we're already talking of stage one or pre-hypertension 140 and more is hypertension and of course any reading over 170 180 that's an hypertensive crisis and you should just call an ambulance get help get somebody to get you to the hospital as quick as possible so there's the lower number two and the lower number or the bottom number this is the pressure in the arteries when the heart rests between the beats and during this time the heart fills with oxygen from the blood the normal diastolic number is lower than 80 by stage 1 hypertension is between 80 to 89 stage 2 hypertension and more it's over 90 if your bottom number reads 120 and above it's time to call the ambulance please don't wait too long so on this episode I will generally stick to Kohn syndrome this is a secondary type of hypertension Kohn syndrome or Kohn's disease is a type of hypertension that is really difficult to control and it's even really difficult to diagnose because the patients mostly they are at a younger age they're full of life and the last thing they will ever think of is having hypertension so this name Kohn was derived from Dr. Kohn in the 1950s that means since 1950 it has been clear that Kohn disease exists those days Dr. Kohn had a patient that was 32 years old and she was a female with a hypertensive disease so he got so worried because this hypertension couldn't be controlled and that's when he asked this lady to join a laboratory study that he conducted over one year in 1955 so this was the first time that Kohn syndrome could be resolved and he successfully did this by doing a surgery and this surgery is called adrenalectomy or in other words you can just say removal of the adrenal glands he referred to this disease as primary aldosteronism so this brings us closely to what really causes this disease so adrenal glands if you look at the, at the anatomy, they are on the top of your kidney and works together with your kidney. They produce hormone aldosterone and our body needs this hormone to control and regulate salt and potassium levels in your blood. What happens is that when you have Kohn syndrome, the adrenal glands produces excess aldosterone and too much aldosterone will hold on to so much salt in the bloodstream and this results to loss of potassium through your urine and this means most of the patients presented in the facilities they have um, potassium level under 3.5 millimole per liter so to start the proper diagnosis most of the time is this high blood pressure combined with loss of potassium the first 
key. This means mostly the first thing that gets diagnosed is this elevated blood pressure. If the potassium reference number at that particular diagnosis time is at normal range, it will not be detected as Cotton um, syndrome first. So you really have to keep up your checkups and keep up your blood tests so that you always have a check on how your potassium level is. So what are the causes of this Cotton syndrome? Some are inherited. Some are just abnormalities in the adrenal glands that nobody can explain where they're coming from. And for some people, they're tumors, but mostly they're not uh, malignant or cancerous, to say it in a correct word. So if tumors are detected, most of the time they're either on one gland or both. This means if it's only on one side, then the surgery option is the best option ever because after the surgery up to 50% of the patients get healed so the surgery option will not help if it's bilateral because if you have to do a surgery then you have to remove both glands and you cannot live without your adrenal glands so there's another cause connected to adrenal hypoplasy that just means the endowment of the adrenal glands and this might be caused through mutation maybe it's not well known. So as I was checking the literature of diagnosis, this is the disease that is actually treated very differently. But I try to get the main components or the main things that always applies. Mostly you'll get from your doctors saline load test. The saline load test will help to detect absence of aldosterone suppression. If it's not possible, you will get oral saline loading and there will be a plasma renin concentration check. When primary con syndrome is confirmed, this is the point whereby you have to get image of adrenal glands. And if you are under 40 years of age, mostly you get magnet resonance imaging. Over 40 years of age, you get computer tomography. So if you are a patient who pursue the surgical treatment option you will really have to do adrenal venous sampling and that means they'll be using a small catheter to derive blood from both of your glands the right one and the left one so apart from all this surgery and medication therapy that i've talked about check on your lifestyle so if you are obese losing weight will help a lot to control your blood pressure being active like i said before if you listen to diabetes episode physical activity counts a lot if you're a smoker think twice start reducing the cigarettes otherwise maintain a good diet these are always the same same things i think in every disease that i've talked about like before so if you're on medication dietary approaches to stop hypertension type of diet is recommended for you in other words that's called dash diet so dash diet emphasizes fruits and vegetables more of mediterranean recipes and that's full of nutrients so for vegetables you will go for spinach carrots broccoli tomatoes sweet potatoes the high in potassium and magnesium you will choose to go for grains like quinoa or brown rice and choose reduced fat or non-fat milk and cheese make sure when you take your meat that is a lean meat 
and you can trim out the visible part and remove skin for example from poultry and here you will gain a lot of protein and magnesium so if you're already thinking of starting dash diet make sure to talk to your doctor about your dash diet plan keep taking your prescribed drugs and write a plan how your eating habits are then start from this point and now that this dash diet is actually plant and fruit based you should start it really slowly and every step you should talk with your doctor how to go about it the salt we consume is also a big problem when it comes to hypertension most of salt we actually eat come from processed food or from restaurants so make sure you check the sodium value of each and every packet you open so these are a few tips on how to reduce salt on your daily lives and this applies as a preventative measure too consider eating plain vegetables or frozen vegetables you can do seasoning yourself and avoid buying seasoned food avoid salty processed food like pizza or canned soups instead you can use herb spices or lemon or even soy sauce before you go to that restaurant make sure you research on the menu and you can kindly request your food to be prepared without salt instead of salty appetizer like chips go for fruits or vegetables so facts to fill into your basket today primary aldosteronism or Crohn syndrome is the most type of secondary hypertension the screening is simple but are rarely done as a routine checkup so factors to consider before you do this test is so you have a resistant high blood pressure and you have different medications without success you have a pre-existing hypertension and you spontaneously lose potassium so remember you can still have Crohn syndrome without losing potassium make sure you get a renin ratio you need endocrinologist to find out if you are a surgery candidate or not and then the endocrinologist will evaluate your situation and you'll have adrenal vein sampling so this is all about corn syndrome today make sure you stay tuned for more keep tuned for the next episodes health is wealth thank you for listening and see you next time